This is Black Country Blokes Tune the Fat. Listen, listen, listen. I've been hearing a lot lately about men don't talk. But in my experience, men do talk, just people aren't listening. So it's going to be me and a group of blokes discussing our struggles and victories through life. Warning, there may be some bad language, so apologies to all the mums, especially my own. Let's get going. Listen, listen, listen. Abin, yeah, this is the Black Country Blokes Tune of Fat about everything it is men's mental health, disability, and life in general. Here with me, Kev Dillon, and my partner in crime, Lee Cadman. And today we're talking about brain fog, mind fog, whatever you want to call it. We haven't got the foggiest idea, have we? <laughs> but no. it's um it's something I suffer with uh, a lot of uh, brain fog um through my fibro fibromyalgia. And I've heard a lot of people like, okay, when she had COVID, um, it gives you this, this sense of not knowing where you're at. It's like being off cut. It's you know, the best way I could describe it is having like your mind racing 100 miles an hour, but you can't focus on a single thought. And I was laughing with Leah earlier, and it's like, you know, that, um, that, um, that thing, and you know, the word, you know, box, the door, let's say door, you know, the word for it, but you can't. Get your brain and your mouth to to work together, and it's it's horrible. It's so frustrating, and more people I hear of having it, it's become very common. Have you, do you, have you ever had it lately? I get it all the time. I get the worst. I get it is when I've got so much to do, mm. and that sounds mad because you should be clearer of mind because you've got so much to do and you want to get it done. But I get it terrible when I've got loads to do. And it almost shuts me down to the point that, you know, because I can't organise what's going on in my head, but I'm trying to rush around doing everything. And it almost gets, shuts me and stops me. It's almost like the bucket's too full. Yeah. And then you just pour it in, it's, it's got to overlap. Yeah. And that's how I feel a lot like how I've, I've felt this week. I haven't been up the club all last week. It's my first day back today. You can hear my voice. I'm still poorly. But it feels like, I don't know, it's... If it's a byproduct of the fibromyalgia, if it's a byproduct of um, COVID nineteen, if it's, or if it's just we're absolutely at the moment overwhelmed. Yeah, I don't know if it's through just the modern day world of two thousand and twenty two with so much knowledge going in. If it's we're trying to do too much, but like, like today, like. You don't allow yourself to have time off when you're poorly because you've got to get it done. But in the modern day world, you don't even have time to have breakfast, to have lunch, to have rest, to have a hobby. You always seem to be on the go, don't you? And I feel like mm. our minds, we've evolved so much, but our minds haven't. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I say I'll get it when I'm really busy. And I've learned now to, to actually, when my head is like that, because it's not an. It's different between me and you, as in terms of you. You feel because if you you don't feel very well, is why you're getting it. Whereas yeah. mine is I'm just trying to be too much, trying to be too busy. So I stop and go right. What is actually important? Yeah. What do I actually need to stop and get done? And then I'll remain focused on that task. Mm. You know, just think about one. And I know it's different. As I say you yours is. I was going to say it's an illness. It's not an illness. It's because of an illness. Yeah. Or it's because you're not feeling right, you yeah. know, whatever whatever it is. And that's different then because you, mine's trying to organise thoughts of things to do. Yours is trying to organise your thoughts to be able to recognise that that's a door. Yeah. 
I, I watched what you were saying. I watched a, a lovely program on YouTube. I've, I've shared it a few times. It's about this lecturer. And he's he's there talking to people. And he's you've got a jar. And he says, uh, put some golf balls in. And he goes, well, can I fit anything else in? And everyone goes, no, no, no. And he goes, oh, well, actually. And he pours some gravel in. And he goes, well, can I fit anything else? And he goes, no, no, no. Then he pours some sand in. He goes, well, can I fit anything else in? Then he pours some milk in. And he goes, but you've got to put the things in the pot in the right order. Yeah. If you put uh, sand in, then you can't fit the gravel in, and then you can't fit the golf balls in. And he says, the golf balls are your priorities, your health, your family, the important things in life. The gravel are the... The bits and bobs, you know, your car, your, you know, the fairly important, but not the most. The sand is just life. Yeah. You know, everyone around and the nitty gritty and picking up the paper and getting the shopping in. And the milk is just <laughs> the BS yeah. of it all, really. Yeah. And, but it's knowing the information what... Information overload. Yeah, the information yeah. overload. But putting the right things, the priority. Yeah. And often, as I say, your health, which... Do as I say, not what I do. You always say, put your health and your family first. But often in the real world, you don't. Mm. And you focus too much on the car insurance, your phone bills, the all the other stuff that doesn't really matter. But we become consumed with thoughts that aren't important. Yeah, that's right. But one of the advantages of having a daughter with disabilities, a lot of that, for me, does go away. Don't get me wrong, sometimes that noise, that... Mm. day-to-day things that are happening in your life car insurance this and that yeah sometimes it will still get on top of me but the vast majority of the time it's not actually that important i can actually organize that mm. out of it but what overtakes that is looking after a child with disability mm. so your hospital appointments you this you that mm. that kind of takes that place uh, of just the the mundane that takes the place of actually I've got to be here we've got to be there we've got to go and pick her up oh is she all right is is a medication working uh, is she, you know the million and one is she going to go to school today is she not going to go to school today but that's genuine concerns and that's yeah. all I'm saying is it takes away the of, of the, the the minus side of it do you, do you the, feel that like when you when you've got so much on your plate with stuff like that. And then, like, you knew, and like, as we know at the moment, like, with um, fuel prices and electricity prices, which are genuine concerns as well. Yeah. But we can't do anything about those. That That's just a kick in the go, in the gonads. We, we're just going to have to deal with that. But we've still got the right to worry about it because, am I making sense? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, that, that's definitely something that concerns me because ultimately, <laughs> again, you look at the equipment that we have to use on behalf of tower. We need we need electric. You know, you, there's no there's no doubt about it. And is a concern that 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 the price rises. It's certainly going to affect. It's going to affect the vast vast majority of people. Whether you're well, you've got no money at all, or whether you're middle class and got loads of money. You're not loads. Yeah. Of money, whether well, you've got comfortable comfortable at the moment. Yeah. The price rises that we're going to see is going to stop those people being comfortable taking us taking that holiday or, or mm. you know it is having gonna, a takeaway it is yeah buying gonna, clothes it's going to have that effect and um but it's it's going to affect us all and that won't go as far as Excuse worries me because i kind of had the attitude well it is what it is and i can sit and get worried about it or i can do it is what it is there's nothing nothing we can do they're going up 
somehow just got to manage manage our way through it and i also had the kind of attitude well if you haven't got the money what what they're going to ask for <laughs> what, what do you want come and take my blood <laughs> but, that's a, but like you've got your concerns which mm. is the real ones your golf balls once again your health her health your family's health the well-being the the love the enjoyment but then we've got the stresses of eat or heat <laughs> this this thing that people are saying but then we, we just, it seems to be all this overwhelming doom and gloom. And whether you're a positive person, an optimist, it does take its toll on you, I doesn't think, it? I um, think you don't value your health and the health of your family until they're unhealthy yeah. or something's going on either. And I don't mean just a cold. I mean, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't know, get diagnosed with cancer or something. Then you... You, you see the value there, don't you? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not an everyday worry if nothing's wrong. Well, you don't appreciate good health until it's taken away from you, do you? Exactly. exactly and it, it, you know, when you just, you know, I've always been a poorly person. I've always, but, you know, people, and you can, I feel well. Yeah. I haven't got aches and pains. And people with arthritis and fibromyalgia and just, you know, whatever. When you have them good days, that glimmer or Crohn's disease and these other things, you have, um, these glimmers of, I feel well. You wake up and then the aches, the pains, the the, the mind fog isn't there. It's great. Yeah. But you, it's amazing how quickly you get used to it and then, boom, you're poorly again. And you forget how great it was to feel well. It's... I mean, I struggle to relate to it because I've not, I've, I don't go through what you do with that. Like, I've been ill, as in I've had colds, I've had flu, but I've never, yeah. I've never really been ill with anything that's took me off my feet for more than a week. Mm. That kind of thing. Very, very lucky for that as well. So it's hard for me, you know. But you I see it with cold, don't you? I do see it, but again, I don't go through it, and um, I think there's always, there's always the difference between living through it and and watching it. Um, as much as being with Carla has a different different impact, I don't actually go through what she goes through. We're part of it and we're around it, and it's mm -hmm. it's not nice sometimes. But for it not being nice for me, it must be how much harder for her. On the flip side, though, I think that sometimes, but I think sometimes it's worse when it is a loved one than yourself. Because when it's yourself, you bite on your gum shield and you have a man, but you get through. But when it's Someone you love, and there's nothing you can do to yeah, there is a very make it best feeling sometimes. That that's when it's yeah. horrible, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is very much. It is very. It's very hard. It's very hard to. I've been, I've probably said it on here a million times, but there's times where she's been rushed into hospital, and they've been putting in the hospital, putting it into a coma. And I'm in the room with her. My my wife, she she has to dart in and out. She can't. I can't get to say the atmosphere is the wrong way yeah. of explaining, but you know what I'm saying. It, yeah. She 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 can't just stand in there and be with. Whereas I, I'm the opposite. I don't like to leave her. Yeah, but I'm very much in the way as well. Yeah. I very much feel like because these doctors, nurses are flying round round trying to get a stable, running round and I, and the, and the, you know I'm there trying holding her hand, and every two seconds I'm apologising to them because I'm yeah. in the way, and I just you know, and it is very hard in that because you are totally helpless. The only thing you can do is be there. That's the only thing, and hope that she's she can hear and and listening to what you're saying to her while you're there. But yeah, there's there's nothing worse than uh, for me than being that helpless. 
when someone you love is in in that much trouble. Even though when you, you your partner's having a child, mm. oh, I've had a, a cesarean, a C-section, and as you say, it's like what use that money? <laughs> you know what I mean? Do you want a tissue? Do you want? You know, I, I can sit over in the corner and not sing to you. Yeah? But you thinking? But you want it? <laughs> you're making a bad situation worse. <laughs> yeah, Just be quiet. <laughs> but, but it's that helplessness. That's the yeah. hard thing. You thinking? And every parent had every. You know, it's like if I could give my eyes, if I could give my genitalia, if I could give my soul to help them, we all would. Yeah. But it's that helplessness. So as I say, like I've seen it with my parents and my brother and my partner. When it's you in the fight, you're in it. Yeah. And you will survive with the best means, but it's the helplessness of not being able to do anything. Yeah, but it's also, I mean, we're on the subject of brain fog, it's very much when I lose that brain fog as well then, because mm. I only have one thing to concentrate on. Yeah. Every, all the noise, all the, there's nothing more important at that point. So all the noise, the chatter. The, my own mental health issues, they go, they go pretty instantly. But we've said this before, haven't we? And we've said this on our support group that we used to do. And we're saying, those, that mental health doesn't vanish. It's just put on the back burner. Yeah. Because as soon as the crisis is over, yeah. it comes back with a vengeance, I mean, not, it? I, it didn't come back as soon as it's over. It's usually... It's usually... Well, last time it was about a year, a year and a half down the road that it kind of came back. But I wasn't as open as I am now, so it might yeah. have just been that it was bottle, bottling up more then. Um, but, yeah, it definitely caught up with me. It definitely 100% caught up with me. Um, and I had to seek help. But how many people out there will identify with that is, once again, it's all right, all right, I'll sort it out. Sort of, and once everything's all right, i.e. with a death normally, once... You've done all the arrangement. The funeral happened. Two weeks later, boss, you fall apart because I've done everything I can. The fog's cleared now, and then you crumble. You fall apart. Mm. Yeah, I think a lot of people relate to that, don't they? A lot of people who've been to anything like, like say, bereavement, an illness, family illness, even to the point of things like debt. You know, yeah. eventually, you know. Um, there's a lot of people buried their head in the sand to a certain point and then all of a sudden it just catches up and you, you, you've you got to do something then, haven't you? And I think it, on a male point of view, or the matriarch, let's call it the head of the family, whatever it is, whether the woman, the male, whoever, you're strong for everyone. And then when it's over, you go to a quiet room and you just fall apart. Yeah. And I think that is so common, talking to people. You know what I mean? And that's what we do. We are strong at the time. Make sure everyone, all our ducks are in order, and then bosh. Yeah. I'm not sure that's the right way of doing no, it. No, no, no. But it's a common way yeah, of doing definitely, it. definitely. Definitely a common way of doing it. And I can attest to that myself doing that. But it's... Does it make it right? And It doesn't make it wrong, wrong either. I think yeah. it, it is just... But I think those moments should be talked about more. Yeah. And... If you if you do if you feel like you've got to be because I still get that yeah, this I mean. now I get this very much now that I feel like okay everything I've got to be strong around my family and 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 uh, if anything's going on I've got to be the man at the house and hold it together until until such a time that I can get out there and go into that room but I think that that room needs to be shared more maybe we talked about more do it with someone else within that room and and you know don't just unload it on your own either well how many times people go like 
I've got to be strong for that, Kate. And then she said, I've got to be strong for that, Kev. And I've got to be strong for mom. And I've got to be strong for dad. And, I've got and really, what you need to all do is just sit down and go, all right, then. Cards on the table. I'm sad, you're sad. I'm stressed, you're stressed. Let's all just... Yeah, let's just recognise it. <laughs> you know me. Let's all have a cry. Let's all have a and shout. you know what? We all am strong. Because yeah. we're all sitting here going through it. We're all strong. We're all going to get through it, so... But not to us, Tim. You don't want to do it just It doesn't case. make you any stronger, does it? No. So, it's, it's weird, isn't it? It's weird how we behave in life. <laughs> it's just weird. But hopefully, because we're starting to see the triggers, because we're starting to see the pattern... Hopefully, we're starting to see the answer to changing it. So, in the boxing world, in everything, just because we've done something forever doesn't mean we've got to do it forever. forever yeah. Start seeing what has happened and what can happen and seeing how we can make the changes better. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's definitely got to happen, hasn't it? And that's, um, it's definitely got to be talked about now to help the future and help them understand the future or our future, our kids' future. Not just so our kids' futures, our futures. Oh, yes. The rest of our days, let's make the rest of our days better yeah. than they have been. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. You've definitely got to uh, try your best to do that, haven't you? Yeah. Let's make these taboo subjects not so taboo. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be, if we don't talk about it now, there's definitely going to be a big boom in the future as well. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's fine to talk. It's fine to go into a room on your own and cry as well. It's yeah. fine to cry in front of people. It's fine to be that person, isn't it? Whichever way you feel comfortable at the moment. Yeah. I think I'll do us today, pal, because uh, my mind fog has been uh, absolutely <laughs> fucking <laughs> <fucking> awful. <laughs> but we're, um, we're, um, Bob Dylan, my dad, has now retired from GB after. A wonderful long career working with some of um, the best boxers worldwide, never mind British. And he's going to be coming on to our radio show on Black Country Extra this Thursday to discuss a, a wonderful, wonderful career. We've had Bob on our podcast on the radio, but he's going to come on here telling about his journey. So join us, UK time, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. on Black Country Extra. If you miss it, then you can get it on our podcast as always. And you can find that on the Black Country Radio app. Yep. I'm going to leave you with a, a quote that I pinned from someone. And it's, we suffer alone, but we get better together. So until we see each other next time, guys, I want you all to take care of yourselves and each other. Ta-ra a bit. Listen, listen, listen. And that's a wrap for another show. But if there are any comments or messages that you would like us to read out for our next podcast, please be in touch. There are also lots of different organisations at the bottom of this page and hopefully they can help you or someone you care about. Please share this to spread the word. Until we talk next time, ta-ra-ra-bit. Listen, listen, listen.